Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the Gospel and my homily for the seventh Sunday of Easter on May 28, 2022. You can view the full Liturgy of the Word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, I pray not only for them, but for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one, as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you love them, even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you love me may be in them, and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There can be no doubt that the scene that we heard about from the Acts of the Apostles, the stoning of the deacon Stephen, the first martyr of the church, is a pretty horrific, gruesome, ugly, violent, horrible scene. People are shouting. People are covering their ears so they do not hear one another. They are rushing him like a mob, dragging him, and then throwing rocks at him until they finally kill him. There's nothing pretty about it. And yet through it all, Stephen, as he's right there in the middle of it, having it happen to him, doesn't seem to notice. Oh, he noticed, though. Rocks hurt when they throw them at you. He sees through the gruesome ugliness of the hatred that brings about his death. He sees sees through the ignorance that refuses to hear truth. He sees through the violence, the pettiness, the smallness, 
that sees that hurting others is an answer to a problem. He sees through even the hatred in their hearts. His eyes are fixed on a vision beyond the gruesome reality right in front of him. His eyes are beholding a vision of God the Father with Jesus at God's right hand, looking with love upon Stephen and even upon those who are causing him such great harm. In the midst of that horror, Stephen sees what is true and real, deeper, beyond, underneath, all around, above, and can only give praise and thanks, even as he's suffering terribly, being abused, beaten, dragged, and stoned. And in the light of the vision that he sees of the true reality of the world, which is more than its gruesomeness, Stephen is able to imitate the one whose vision he beholds and begs that those who are harming him be forgiven so that they can experience the same vision that Stephen is experiencing. He doesn't want anyone, even those who are his worst enemies, deprived of the what he said In the second reading, we had the very end of the Bible, the last words of the whole book. Come, Lord Jesus. It comes at the end of a series of visions, again, visions beyond what is true on the surface of things in our world, where John has shown history in highly symbolic ways and all of the conflicts of history all of the divisions, all of the hurt, all of the wars, all of the conquests, all of the domination, all of the power working against God's ways to destroy God's creation. And he sees it in its full horror. But beyond it, he sees the new Jerusalem and sees God's presence, God's love, embracing the world. And in this particular part of the vision, he sees Jesus himself, ruler of the world, prince of peace, the first and the last, proclaiming that the true reality is not the one we live in day in and day out, but the one that is coming, the one he will bring, in which all will be one. And there will be just peace and there will be joy and there will be love. And finally, in the gospel, again, we are hearing Jesus praying on the night before he died. Again, on a pretty gruesome moment. Reality is not very pretty that night. He's with his friends who will abandon him. He's awaiting his tormentors and arresters who are going to torture and kill him. And yet he prays and gives thanks and praise to his God for the gift God has given him 
of us. And begs his father that we may one day be able to see what he can see beyond the ugliness and the gruesomeness of life, to see the glory of God that is always and everywhere surrounding you. Our world this week, of course, was its usual gruesome self. Things happening over and over and over again, history repeating itself, and our worst selves coming forward all the time. It isn't easy to look at that with hope and with faith, wondering what on earth our God is doing when it is not our God who's doing any of it, but we ourselves are doing all of it. But we are called not just to try to stop it, which we're probably not going to be able to do all that well, but to always see beyond it, that our actions, no matter how gruesome, no matter how final they seem, are never the last word. And that our hateful actions, no matter how hateful, never deprive any of us of the love of God for all of us. Let us join with Stephen and with John, and with Jesus, and see not the ugly gruesomeness of our experience here, but to see beyond it to what is true and real and right, the glory of God, loving God's creation.